0: Yes, top of the morning, one and all, everybody around the world, it's Keep Calm and Cauliflower Cheese, uh, the second episode, the highly esteemed second episode, nobody thought we'd get this far, but we've really raised ourselves to the heights of the Himalayas to give you and bring you this second episode, uh, live from Denver, sunny Denver, warm Denver, I think last time it was freezing, but who knows, tomorrow it may rain, we may get hail, we may get frost. And then uh, it'll be 100 degrees. So that's the way it works out here. Uh, so perfect uh, virus breeding weather. Um, I really want to see this podcast as a, a comfortable old slipper. You've hashed down the back of the slipper, and your your foot's moulded to the slipper like a comfortable uh, old sock that's uh, that's been painted on your foot. And uh, I really see it as uh, something that's uh, be- you know you become comfortable with and it's become part of your life over the over the course of the last few episodes, and uh, hopefully there will never be any holes in it. It won't let anything seep in. Um, anyway, uh, th- th- that's really the, the 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 mantra behind keep calm and cauliflower cheese, uh, comfort eating. Last time we discussed the beautiful velvety bechamel. Um, that uh, you you pour over a delicious uh, crisp cauliflower, lots of wonderful mature cheddar sprinkled over the top of it. Um, That's really how I see this podcast. Something you can indulge in, very high in carbs, but you've got a little bit of nutrition, a little bit of goodness there with the cauliflower. That's really the, 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 the name of the game here at Keep Calm and Cauliflower Cheese. I think last time we discussed... Uh, talking about uh, cravats, ascots, how they can be used as a a beautiful necktie to dress and impress, but also how they can be used as a traditional sort of John McIner outfit tied around the head and used uh, during a hot summer's day to avoid any sweat. So we want to reintroduce cravats. We want to reintroduce croquet, you know, how, how we've fallen by the wayside and, 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 and lost the, the beautiful game of croquet, you know, that's uh, gentlemanly uh, and, and also at the same time pretty aggressive and uh, barbaric when you when you roquet somebody's ball to another state. I mean, that's something that uh, in this day and age, I mean, it's perfect for uh, six-foot distancing, you know, between the hoops, perfect in this day and age. So we should really introduce croquet, Back into the uh, into the world as we can so today we're going to uh, talk about a number of different things I'm going to end the podcast uh, with a little uh, ditty uh, a little uh, a piece of uh, wonderful prose uh, from Milan Floss that I was uh, reading part of the other day and uh, and I, I think it really uh, is inspirational and um, and also reflective of a a a, a Gone, bygone age um, and something that um, that we tried to do on this podcast is indulge in a little bit of whimsy a little bit of the past a little bit of the future and uh, and, and really uh, really you know get a sense of um, taking in a deep breath and smelling the roses along the way. Uh, we discussed last time um, about uh, hair trimming. And how everybody's bought clippers these days, but everybody's still growing the beards. <clears throat> I tried to introduce to get rid of the bugger, get rid of the beards. You know, we got clippers, very easy to trim all of that off. And then I think I indulged in how I would like to eventually be mummified in bacon or maybe mummified in the wax between the mature Cabot cheese. So, you know, if for some reason I wasn't dead, I could like nibble like a mouse on this Cabot cheese and uh, hopefully uh, restore myself and bring myself back to life. That's what we talked about last time. Uh, And as I said, really, this podcast is an indulgent expat portal of whimsy and chat. Uh, That's what I like to see it as. Um, Today, we're going to talk a little bit about Indian food, the powers, the healing powers of Indian food. I think um, it's very restorative. uh, turmeric has really changed my life uh, just flicking a load of uh, powder in the in, in the morning onto your tongue the yellow uh, bright yellow powder that is the turmeric which is probably more of an orangey yellow uh, goes onto the tongue it actually whitens the teeth as well and ladies and gentlemen it cures ibs today live and breathe it cures ibs uh, once upon a time, I couldn't sit uh, within the movie theater without sitting on the edge because for fear of having to uh, go to the uh, to the uh, to the loo. But turmeric has literally changed my life, and I recommend a spoonful of it every morning. And just really wanted to explore the other healing powers of uh, of the of the Indian curry. One of the one one of the wonders of uh, lockdown is is getting. The food delivered and uh, left on your doorstep, and then you just peel that back, pour the beautiful, rich, spicy sauce over the rice. Um, you know the vindaloo. You've got a lot of carbs. You've got some protein in the in the chicken or lamb, whatever you have. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, but one of the things that has happened during lockdown is now people are leaving. Uh, the uh, curry or the f- any food that you're getting delivered, pizza, etc., etc., they're leaving it on the doorstep. Now, beware, everybody! If your uh, phone is set to you know the GPS settings, and you do not change your home address, then there is a chance, a small chance, that your beautiful, rich, spicy curry, along with naan bread, and dare I say a couple of samosas may be left on somebody else's uh, porch. This happened to me, and the curry was uh, taken um, from me. It was left on somebody else's porch, and uh, called up the delivery service, and they said it had been delivered, but to the wrong house. Went to the house, knocked on the door, nobody answered, at all. Somebody took my uh, food that had been delivered and took it for themselves and indulge in that spicy delight that is a Vindaloo. So good luck to them. Uh, Hopefully they've been sold to the powers of Vindaloo, but I have to say, I thought I saw a little bit of curry sauce in the snow next door that proved beyond doubt you could get Poirot, Agatha Christie, any inspector you like on this case. And they would say that the curry had been taken off my doorstep or off. um, It wasn't delivered on my doorstep. It was it was taken from the other person's doorstep. They took it inside and they didn't answer the door, but they ate the whole thing. So beware. Make sure you get your address correct, because it's very, very likely uh, that if you don't during these, you know, these crazy times, people could take the curry off your doorstep and uh, and eat it for themselves. So beware of that. Uh, Talking of curry, um, the Vindaloo is my favorite. I would like to do an ode to Vindaloo um, today. It's a little childlike, uh, but I do think um, it's something that I should share with the world, uh, an ode to Vindaloo, because I think, um, you know, there's many things that I've missed. I missed a kingfisher at the Curry House, which is a beautiful lager that you can get at the Curry House, uh, but but the, the curry itself being delivered to the door has, uh, I think, got me through this uh, lockdown over the last few weeks. It is absolutely fantastic. And the samosa is uh, one of the best inventions ever. A little triangular pie, almost like one of the great pyramids. It actually should be the samosa I want to introduce today. The samosa should be the eighth wonder of the world, the eighth wonder of the world it's it's inside is a beautiful concoction of mashed potato spiced very cuminy with peas now that ladies and gentlemen is heaven it should become the samosa should become the eighth wonder of the world and it's a perfect precursor to having that curry and the and, and the vindaloo you know if you can handle the spice because it's not as hot here in America as it is in the UK. You know, Vindaloo can, uh, can literally give you the, um, the Johnny Cash Ring of Fire if you're not careful. Um, and uh, you have to be careful with that. But it is, it is absolutely fantastic. Very appealing red color, potato, dash of vinegar. Um, you, you know, I'd love to be able to make the Vindaloo um, myself. Um, and but I can't get it close to the curry house. There is a gentleman, uh, called the curry guy. I think you can look him up online where he creates a base sauce and then you make the vindaloo, or make the saga or whatever you make in tikka masala. But you have this base curry sauce that, uh, that's created and, um, and, uh, you know, and, and you use that before you, you create the wonders of the vindaloo, but any suggestions, anybody has to make a perfect curry welcome greatly received so i really want to now sing the Ode to Vindaloo almost in an operatic style so apologies if i'm slightly out of tune i don't know where the tuning fork's been inserted but uh, probably not working today but i did want to share this with the world it's an Ode to Vindaloo Ode Vindaloo Comes out as poo, makes me need the loo, oh, I do, I do, I do, oh, Vindaloo. So anyway, if you want to uh, you know, maybe uh, talk about an ode to a Jalfrezi, I'd love to hear uh, an ode to a Jalfrezi, or, I mean, I don't think you could do an ode for a korma, an ode to a korma. I mean, it's like the most bland vanilla type of curry, but maybe there's some people out there who would do an ode to the uh, ode to the uh, comma. Um anyway, something else I'd like to talk about that you know, I th- I think it's very important these days in lockdown is everybody we talked last week I think about lockdown got talent. So people who um once this is a once this is over, Simon Cowell should come up with a show and do a lockdown has got talent. I've heard this all across the media, radio shows, TV shows and people are suggesting this, I think it's a fantastic idea because a lot of people uh, are learning uh, different, uh, different uh, tricks and uh, different treats and different new talents during the, uh, the lockdown. And, um, you know, I've heard a few I've heard. I, I saw an Aussie guy that uh, poured fairy liquid all over the floor and, uh, and basically was, was setting up his own home gym. Um, uh, once he tried the olive oil, that went a little bit too fast and, uh, and he actually fell over and I think maybe broke his jaw. So be aware of that. Um, my uncle's been playing the piano, happy birthday or chubby checker for somebody's birthday. Um, he's been playing and learning the piano and and becoming more adept at the piano, uh, during the course of the lockdown. Now what I've done, and I highly recommend this because during the lockdown, I think people are, uh, uh, you know, getting a little bit bored. Um, maybe binge watching a lot of Bravo telly, you know, Real Housewives of Atlanta, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But something I think everybody should do, if you have a chance now, you know, if you have a partner, wife, husband, dog, whatever you want, Probably, maybe not the dog, but I think it's a good idea to uh, during this time. Get rid of the earwax, because you know when do we have time during modern life to actually uh, to actually get rid of earwax? I don't think we've had um, a chance over the course of the uh, over the course of the uh, last uh, few weeks, um, you know, to to do that much. Um, that's uh, that, 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 you know, that we can take on beyond this lockdown, but I think. Getting rid of earwax is something that we we should do, and we can be kind to one another, kind to each other's partners. So, you can't really on a on a normal working day put a, a bunch of uh, oil into your ear because it blocks up the ear. You won't be able to hear them during meetings at work. But during lockdown, it's perfect because you don't have to hear that great. I do one ear at a time, and. Um, I would uh, I would soften the earwax, and then there is this wonderful flushing system that you can get um, from Walgreens. I think it's Wax RX, and um, basically it's a squirt bottle that you put pretty hot water in, and it has a nozzle on the end that goes into the ear, and you basically can flush out your ear once the earwax is softened. And, uh, and get rid of uh, everything that's in there. Now, you know there was—I think there were like spiders, cockroaches, bits of old sandwiches, maybe some brandis some pickle for UX Pat's out there in the ear that that has uh, developed over the last forty years. But you can flush it all out in the space of five minutes, and I can tell you, I am a new man because of this a new man since i had my left ear syringed with this wondrous uh, home kit I, I i can hear everything i mean i can hear when my dogs are whining i can hear people in the street um you know before that i wouldn't need noise cancelling headphones because there's so much bloody wax in the ear and to be honest once you flush this stuff out it was like a, a you know s- somebody described this as a bushel of bullshit coming out of one's ear. So it's a bushel of bullshit coming out of the air. And that's literally what it was. But it changes your life, ladies and gentlemen. And I think it's something that you should consider um, uh, during this lockdown. I think it's very, very um, important and uh, something you can do at home in the comfort of your own home. And, um, you know, and, and, and something you can definitely... Um, fill your time up with and, and be proud after the lockdown. you can say I wax both of my ears during the lockdown and by golly, I can hear like a bat and and, and I think that's that's very very important um, you know during this uh, during this lockdown time. So go to Walgreens, soften ear wax, and get rid of it um, and I think uh, uh, and I think that would be you know a wonder, wonderful thing. Now something I've also learned over the course of the uh, the last um, uh, you know the last few uh, weeks and days here is how, how many people out there leave butter out they don't put it in the fridge is in a butter is in a you know in a butter plate and they leave it out constantly is this something that's done I've never heard of this before I put my butter in the fridge add it to the microwave if i want to soften it but i mean this is something that um you know has has i've learned over the last couple of weeks and if you use some of that beautiful irish butter leave it on the plate and never put it away my god it's like like drinking nectar or eating nectar it is so wonderful this is something else that i've learned uh during lockdown and i think it's something that we should uh uh that we should reintroduce you know a lot of people leave eggs out um they never put them away um and the same with and the same with butter i mean it's fantastic on bread it's spreadable ready to go and it's so delicious and creamy highly recommended leave the butter out don't put it back in the fridge um and that's something else that uh, uh, you know i think we need to to think about today um something else that's that, that's really uh Uh, you know, definitely made me think over the course of uh, over the last few weeks as well is um, these masks that everybody's suggesting is, uh, you know, very difficult to get them ordering on Amazon Prime or wherever you get your your stuff from. So I would like to introduce to the worldwide public, you know, that old underwear, you know, be it tighty-whities, boxer briefs, uh, thongs, um, maybe those little boy shorts, Uh, why not recycle old underwear and use it as a face mask? I mean, on a lacy piece of ladies underwear, it goes around the ears, you can attach it to the mouth, you're protecting your nose and your mouth. Why not? You know, we're all about, I think in this day and age, if there is a worldwide recession coming, thriftiness, Let's restart recycling underwear. Victoria's Secret, why don't you start creating masks for us, the American public, the worldwide public? Victoria's Secret should start making beautiful masks. I mean, you know, the masks that we, we get at the moment are pretty uh, rustic and rural and um, not particularly sexy. But, you know, why not wear a Victoria's Secret thong round your face? out in public, you know, I think it gets people's attention. I think you're protecting yourselves. I think we should look at recycling underwear uh, during this uh, during this lockdown. And I think it's something that uh, would be uh, would be would be perfectly wonderful and a fantastic idea um, during during this difficult time. So start recycling. Um, Let's start recycling uh, underwear. any other talents that people have developed uh, over the course of the lockdown? Would love to hear from it. I did create teabag Jenga. Um, the, the, the problem with the game is as the teabags dry out, they do drop to the ground. But if they're a little bit moist, then the teabags do support themselves. And you can get, you know, I, I think if you spend enough time, you could get a, a World Trade Tower of teabags. If you've got a solid foundation, I think you could get a World Trade Center tea bag uh, display or a pyramid of tea bags. Uh, if you're using the uh, British PG tips, I think you could get a, a, a you know pyramid of tea bags, and uh, and that's and that's something that uh, during this difficult time when there's not a lot going on, I think uh, I think this is something else uh, one should try um, during the course of the uh, the next few weeks or however long this takes. Um, Something I would like to introduce, uh, maybe, uh, on the next podcast, if we get that far, if we're not taken off air um, uh, and, and, and never allowed next to a microphone again. Um, but something I think we should uh, we should look at um, is 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 discussion uh, is discussing Ishland. Now, um, I'll go into more detail next next uh, next week. But I think this is something that's very millennial. I think people are less decisive these days and everything is descended into the world of Ish. Ish this, Ish that, how are you feeling, Ish? You know, I think we need a little bit bit more decisive, but I think we have created a brand new country and it's Ishland. And I think we need to uh, somehow uh, get away from uh, the land of Ish and be more decisive in our daily lives. So just to finish today, um, as I did uh, last time around on the last podcast, I think I um, read a, a short poem um, that was written during during the time of the Spanish flu in 1980. And obviously 100 years later, we're suffering again. And um, it's something that I felt was very, very inspirational. But today... Um, I started uh, uh, looking for some literature that I could finish off with. And then again, uh, part of this podcast is, you know, indulging in a little bit of whimsy, a bygone age, sort of an era of positivity where people got together and talked and discussed. I think this is one of the beauties of podcast and radio and, uh, and, a, and a chance to really uh, be part of a community again. And um, this is, you know, one of wonderful things I think, as I said about the uh, uh, audio and, uh, and you know podcast revolution that we're seeing out there and maybe a radio revolution as well but I wanted to finish um, today uh, from with a little extract from uh, the start of mill on the floss it's outside, it's outside uh, door clock mill and uh, I just wanted to finish with this today and hopefully I'll see you all uh, next time around and uh, and we can indulge a little bit more in some uh, wondrous uh, food ideas and analogies, a little bit of light comedy, and just uh, enjoying whimsy and, uh, and, uh, and, and some good solid chat and interaction. Anyway, so this is uh, from Mill and the Floss. A wide plain where the broadening floss hurries on between its green banks to the sea and the loving tide rushing to meet it, checks its passage with an impetuous embrace. On this mighty tide, the black ships laden with the fresh-scented fir planks, with rounded sacks of oil-bearing seed, or with the dark glitter of coal, are borne along to the town of St Og, which shows its aged, fluted red roofs, and the broad gables of wharves between the low, wooded hill and the river brink, tinging the water with a soft purple hue, under the transient glance of this February sun. Far away on each hand stretch, the rich pastures and the patches of dark earth made ready for the seed of broad leaved green crops or touched already with a tint of the tender bladed autumn sown corn. Anyway, so that's it from me for today. Uh, Again, thank you very much for listening. It's wonderful to know that you're still out there. Uh, You can catch me um, actually on Twitter. Um, at Keep Calm and Cauliflower Cheese, or I think it's actually at Keep Cheese, um, which is uh, quite amusing because, you know, in this day and age, the wonders of cheese will always delight one's palate, even during the hardest of times. But thank you very much for listening today and, and hopefully I'll be in touch with you again soon. Keep calm and cauliflower cheese and cheerio for now.